in the scriptures. Two Galatians, the fourth chapter, Galatians chapter 4, there are some really significant things about motherhood that I believe we should get into today. You got a few minutes? Galatians 4 and verse 4. It says, uh, when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman, born of a woman, to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. Praise God. Motherhood is ordained by God. He could have got us into this earth another way. I I don't know how he created all the angelic beings, but nothing is said about them being born. He could have, you know, you can even see in the nature that he created. There's all kind of ways he can do things. But he ordained that there be husbands and wives, fathers and mothers, that there be conception and childbearing, fatherhood, motherhood. That's his will. That's his plan. And the devil hates it. He hates it. He despises it. There there has been and there is an all-out assault on marriage, On fatherhood, motherhood, family. Do you know this? All out assault. You know, we don't know how many millions of babies' lives have been cut off. The devil hates motherhood. He hates the family. He hates it. And I see clearer today one of the reasons why. It was, it was uh, prophesied all the way back in the beginning in Genesis. Look with me there in Genesis, the third chapter. They'll put it up on the screen. Genesis 3 and 15. When Adam and Eve fell, he, he told them, He he said some things to the serpent. He said some things to Adam. And he said some things to Eve. And to Eve he said. I will put enmity. Now enmity. Is hatred. Animosity. Hostility. I will put hatred. Hostility. Between you and the woman. Between who? The devil. The enemy. And the woman. And between your seed and her seed. See, that's one of the biggest reasons he hates uh, motherhood so much. It shall bruise your head. You shall bruise his heel. 
you can re, uh, you can recover from uh, an injury to your heel, but when your head is crushed, <laughs> well, the enemy has been able to inflict some heel damage on us, <laughs> but he had brain damage. <laughs> Because now he is under our feet. Under our feet. I'll put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. It'll bruise your head. You'll bruise his heel. Verse 16. Unto the woman he said, I'll greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. And sorrow, or in actually the word for sorrow is also translated pain. You could translate that in pain. You'll bring forth children. And that certainly is the case. And your desire will be to your husband. He'll rule over you. Verse 20. Adam called his wife's name Eve. Because she was the mother of all living. God created Adam and Eve, they didn't come into the world through a mother. But every subsequent human being has come into this life through a mother. I realize there are some test tubes examples nowadays, but still required a part of the mother. And uh, that's how... I got here. That's how you got here. Right? Motherhood is the conduit. The way. All of us have gotten into this world and into this life. It is also the conduit of our eternal salvation. It is. The way God has brought salvation to all mankind through a mother, Mary. Hallelujah. He could have done it a different way. Both us getting here, the master getting here, but that's the way he has ordained it. In 1 Timothy, it talks about this. Look there with me, please, 1 Timothy 2. Can you begin to see from Genesis why the devil hates motherhood so much? Because that's the way the one that crushed his head got here. <laughs> right? It's the way we got here. And it's the way our, our, our Savior and our salvation got here. In 1 Timothy 2 and verse 13. 1 Timothy 2 and 13 it says, For Adam was first formed, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived. But the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Now there, there's a lot to say about this. A lot of folks have twisted this around or just ignored it. I don't believe Adam wasn't deceived because he was uh, intellectually superior to Eve. I don't believe that. 
by just by seeing how things are now and how they've always been. The reason he wasn't deceived is because of the headship anointing. Are y'all with me? This anointing is on parents for their children. Parents won't be deceived in things that children are deceived in. And it's not just because, only because they've been around longer, there's an anointing. Oh, is anybody with me on this? There's an anointing on the head of whatever it is for the benefit of those that are under them. It's not because they're more brilliant or, or, you know, it's because of that anointing. It's the same thing is true about the head of a local church family, head of a ministry, head of a family. It's the same thing. That anointing will help you to get things that other folks didn't get. And it's simply because God's looking out for them through you. But it also, I mean, it's nothing to brag about that you wasn't deceived, but you missed it anyway. <laughs> if anything, that's worse, right? I mean, you knew better. You weren't fooled. And you blew it anyway. So nothing, nothing for Adam to brag about here. Verse 15. Notwithstanding she the woman shall be saved in childbearing. Now if you look this up in, in uh, like Young's literal and some of the uh, accurate transliterations. There's an article there. The childbearing. No. Uh, no woman is saved Spiritually by having a baby. We know that. But all mankind. Can be saved. By the childbearing. Yeah. The woman messed up. In the garden. Was deceived. Disobeyed God. Called her husband to follow her. Messed up. Adam messed up too. He, He saw better. Knew better. Still did it. But the fall has come and affected all of us through Adam and Eve. But salvation has come too. Hallelujah. Through the mother, through motherhood, through the childbearing. Oh, can somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because the scripture says it was prophesied in Isaiah and other places. and, And the fulfillment mentioned in Luke that to us... Uh, a, a child is born and a son is given. Two different things. Uh, the, the child is born through the agency of the mother. That's the body. But the son existed long before any of this and was given to us. But that's how he got to us. Somebody say thank you for our salvation. Hallelujah. And thank you for motherhood. Revelation 12. If you'd go there, please, you you get some insight into this war that's been raging for millennia because of that prophecy. See, when the enemy heard that, that the seed of the woman is going to crush your head, 
He knows enough about God to know it's a done deal. Don't want it to be. You can fight against it. And so you, this is why that at juncture after juncture, the devil tried to wipe out the seed. Hmm? Anybody that might be that one that could get to him and crush his head, let's kill him. Which one is it? We don't know. We'll kill them all. Has he done that repeatedly? Kill them all. That's what he did in Egypt. He knew the devil got wind that there is a deliverer coming. Who is he? We don't know. Where is he? We don't know. What do you do? Kill them all. And so they threw out the, the male babies. Awful, awful. And they drowned. And that's what was going to happen to Moses too. Except the devil ain't as sharp as he thinks he is. And God just intervened, spared him, put him in the palace. (laughs) Right under the nose of the Pharaoh who had been the agent killing all the babies. Can you outsmart God? You, you best not even try. Because it ain't going to work. But the devil's been trying to do that, trying to do that, trying to do that. And then, you know, it happened more than once in different areas and ways. But then when the star appeared, and it was the indication that the Messiah was coming, what did the devil do? He's scrambling. Can you see that? He's scrambling. And the way he can do things in the earth is through people. And he can do more through people who have authority. Which is why we're told to pray. Is that right? For kings and for all that are in authority. Because we want the Lord to be able to use them, not the enemy. If nobody on the planet would yield to the devil, it'd be like there was no devil. He'd be like behind a plate glass. Looking at wanting to say something, wanting to do something, but if nobody will yield to him, he can't express himself. Problem is, there's plenty of people willing to say whatever he brings across their mind and do whatever he brings to their mind to do. And so he brought this to Herod's mind to kill the babies from a certain age. He did it. He convinced him they're a threat to you. They say he's a king. What do you think is going to happen to you when this new king comes along? So he did. He gave the order. Tried to kill all the male babies. Why? Goes all the way back to Genesis. The devil is afraid of that seed. Because he already knows. It's going to crush your head. best you could do was nip at his heel but he's going to crush your head and in uh, Revelation rather 12 verse 1 you see it portrayed there appeared a great wonder in heaven a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head 
a crown of 12 stars. Verse 2. Now this portrays the 12 tribes of Israel. But it came specifically through one woman. In the form of the Messiah. She being with child cried. Travailing in birth and pained to be delivered. There appeared another wonder in heaven. Behold a great red dragon. Having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads. This is, this is the devil. And these things portray his means of, of ruling and influence in the earth. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven. And did cast them to the earth. Former angels like himself. And the dragon stood before the woman. Which was ready to be delivered for to what? Devour her child as soon as it is born. What's, what's he been doing for uh, decades and decades all over the world? Killing babies. Hmm? He's a baby killer. He, he's as evil as they come. He's evil personified. And, and he wants to kill all the babies. He wants to destroy motherhood and the fruit of motherhood. Why? Because that child could be another preacher. Right? That child could be another righteous leader. That child could be another good mother or father. Is that right? Raise up a godly seed. That child, right? So what's his solution? Kill them all. Kill them all. If he had had his way. Mankind would have been wiped off the planet long ago. You know why we're still here? Because he can't do it. He's been trying for a millennia. But God has spared us. We have no idea what God did to get us here. You might say, well, yeah, I know there was some great. No, no. You've got to go back generations Uh, we were we were studying, and I don't know. I can't I can't verify the accuracy of, of this, but the records we could find found that Phyllis, my wife, her people were originally from Paris and wound up in New Orleans. Of course, she was born in New Orleans, but then her uh, her people. I'm talking about year many years ago now. Uh, were associated with uh, farms there on the river across from Natchez. Many years ago, Natchez, Mississippi was a bustling place, major hub. But they were having trouble with the uh, indigenous people, the Native American people, and they, they broke agreements with the Native American people there, and they came in and wiped them out. On one occasion, except for just a couple of men, the, the men they killed, uh, that had wagons. And they used them to transport some of the stuff, their, their prize from the battle, back to their camps. One of the men that had the wagon, Phyllis's great, 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 great granddaddy. Well, if he'd have been killed, yeah, 
that have been, uh, his grandmother wouldn't have come, her, her grandmother wouldn't have come along. Right? Her mother and her. What I'm saying is, we have no idea. Going back to generations, how close she came to not being here. We don't know. Why? Because the devil, can you see this? He's waiting to devour and consume, steal, kill, destroy. He wants to kill all the babies. Why? That's his solution. One of them might hurt me. One of them might cause me a problem. One of them might lead people to Jesus. One of them might overcome. One of them might start a church. (laughs) Right? So what do we do? Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill them all. Make it acceptable to kill them all. And it's been happening. His tail drew a third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. I'm glad Phyllis's granddad had a wagon. Sure blessed me. (laughs) Another reason to prosper. (laughs) Somebody about to shoot an arrow through you say, hey, I got a wagon. Got a wagon. We can help you out. (laughs) the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to do what devour her child as soon as it was born keep reading she brought forth a man child anyway who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron anybody know who this is and her child was caught up to God and to his throne. And that's where he is right now. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) The devil tried to kill them all. He tried to do it back in Egypt. He tried to do it many times. He tried to do it during Herod's time. But Jesus got here anyway. By the providence of Almighty God and by the blessing of motherhood. Hallelujah. By a little maid called Mary who would believe that the impossible could happen. When the angel told her, the Holy Spirit's going to come on you. The power of the highest can overshadow you. Because she said, how can it be I have a child? And I've never been with a man. And then she didn't understand all that. But she just said, be it unto me. According to thy word. Behold, the handmaid of the Lord. We need to hug Mary next time we see her. And thank her. Hallelujah. Glory to God. She believed God when others would. That's why the Lord chose her, among other reasons. He knew she'd believe him. Knew she'd receive. She'd respond. Keep reading. She brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. Her child was caught up to God and to his throne. Let's just keep reading this whole thing. The woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared of God that they should feed her there to a thousand two hundred and three score days. This has to do with the timing. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon fought in his angels and prevailed not. What does that mean? They lost. (laughs) They lost. 
Do you know what a very appropriate title for the devil is? The Loser. Capital L. Capital O. Capital S. E-R. Because nobody has ever lost on the scale he loses. And he is the eternal loser. <laughs> Next time the devil tries to start telling you something, you say, what, what, is that the loser? Is that the loser trying to tell me something? The loser and the liar. So if he tells you something, you know it's not true. If he tells you he's going to win, he's a liar, he's a loser. Their place wasn't found anymore in heaven. Keep reading. The great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. That's his main effective weapon, is deception. Why are so many children being destroyed? People are deceived, right? They believe lies. They believe it's not a child. They believe it's no big deal. They believe lies. And through deception, you see destruction. He was cast out into the earth. And his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. The Lord knew what to do with the devil. He kicked him out. I'm so glad. Keep reading. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. Now, especially here in the States, we are not dying because we're confessing that we are Christians. But you need to be willing to. I said you need to be ready to. And what can be even more challenging than dying for Christ is living. Is that right? Maybe they're not going to kill you if you confess that you're a Christian, but you need to be unashamed. Unashamed, unapologetic. Is that right? And if you get some flack for being a believer, then you take it. You get some. Is that right? If you if you get persecuted, if something is it costs you to maintain your testimony, then so be it. You are not compromising. You're not going to be intimidated. I don't mean you got to be rude and pushy. I'm not talking about that. You just are a believer. You love God and you don't care who sees and knows. Right? And you're thankful. And you know somebody might have seen you come in here today. And they think, oh no. You're not one of them tongue talking, healing, miracle believing, prosperity believing people are you? Because you can't take some flack. I've gotten some flack for preaching some of these things. <laughs> I was talking with a brother, and he's uh, he's in his 80s, just a few days back, and uh, he was from a traditional background uh, denomination that they did not speak in tongues. And he had visited us, and last few weeks I've been talking about speaking in tongues on Fridays. And uh, he said he didn't know about this. He didn't know about this, you know. This is all new. And so uh, he said, though, while I uh, laid hands on somebody there, 
that he's back in the crowd, the Spirit of God came on him. And he started speaking in tongues. <laughs> Glory to God! I said, brother, that's one of the greatest things could have happened to you. Are we ashamed? I was speaking in tongues. Are we ashamed on authority, about authority in the name of Jesus? Or, or that God wants you to have abundance? We're not ashamed. Because it is the Bible. It is the truth. It is part and parcel of the gospel. And so that's what they said. They, they love not their lives to death. Keep reading. Let, let's finish reading this. It said, uh, Rejoice, you heavens, you that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. The devil has come down to you having great wrath. Why? Because he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He didn't kill all the babies. He didn't get them all. He didn't stop the Messiah from coming. He didn't stop you and me from getting here. Come on, y'all listening. And tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. His time is short. You want to bother, and he's always trying to bother you. You want to bother the enemy? Bring this up. Just go tick tock. Tick tock. Because the enemy, he'll bring thoughts to your mind. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do about this? What are you going to do? And if you're not smart, you'll sit there and think about it for half a day and go, What am I going to do? Don't do that. Don't do that. What are you going to do? You say, Hey, besides you, I don't have any problems. What are you going to do? What do you, I mean, if for whatever reason I come short and I don't receive my finances, I don't receive my healing, what if I die today? My name's in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'm going straight to be with Jesus. They're working on my mansion over there. Don't feel bad for me. What about you, though? What about you? What are you going to do? What are you, I read in the Bible where it said your time is short, short, short. I read in the Bible where a great big angel is going to come down and grab you. And you ain't going to be able to do a thing. He's going to grab you and tie you up with chains and open the door to the pit and throw you in and shut the door. What are you going to do? What are you? Turn, turn the tables on. <laughs> Knowing that he has a short time. Keep reading. Keep reading. When the dragon saw that he was cast to the earth, what did he do? Persecuted the woman, which brought forth the man child. An example of this? The Holocaust. Big example of that. Keep reading. To the woman were given two wings of a great eagle. She might fly out of the wilderness to her place where she's nourished for a time and a times and half a time from the face of the serpent. The serpent cast out his mouth uh, water as to flood after the woman. He might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman. <laughs> the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth. He's mad a lot. He's a very frustrated being. And he went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and, and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. That's us. 
<laughs> Makes you want to sing, he tried, but he couldn't do it. He tried, but he couldn't do it. He tried, but he couldn't do it. He's a big loser, yeah. <laughs> You want to practice it? He tried, but he couldn't do it. He tried, but he couldn't do it. He tried, but he couldn't do it. He's a great big loser, yeah. He's a great... (laughs) Should we celebrate? Should we be glad about what our master has done for us? Did he strip him? Did he bring him to naught? Did he spoil principalities and powers? Triumph over them? Spoil them? Did he? Did he? Before he ascended on high and sat down at the right hand, he did this. And then he gave us that authority in his name. Oh, hallelujah. We ought to rejoice. We ought to be glad. Because the enemy cannot. Just come in and do what he wants to with us. He is doing a lot of damage to people that don't know. And he'll try to attack you whenever he can. But you and I are here. No, I don't know if you got that or not. You and I are alive. We're in the earth. We got here. And we've been born again. Our name's in the Lamb's book of life. And if we won't quit God, he ain't going to quit us. So all the devil's efforts for millennia have been ineffective where you and I are concerned. We're here. Thanks to God. And thanks to Mama. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody say praise God. Stand on your feet if you would. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. That may not be a very traditional Mother's Day message. But I don't think I know how to do (laughs) traditional. So, Praise be to God. Bless you, Father. Thank you, Father. If you would just close your eyes and focus on the Lord. Give thanks to Him that you exist. Anybody glad you exist? If it was up to the devil, you wouldn't. If he'd been successful, you wouldn't. Let's tell the Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for letting me be born. Thank you, Lord, for my mother and father. Thank you, Lord, for your sustaining us. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and grace. Thank you. There is another birth beyond the first birth. It's called being born from above. Born again. And if you've not experienced that, oh friend, it's the biggest reasons why you're here today. Why you're in the, in the, 
there at Sarasota or where you're joining us online watching. And all you need to do is believe in your heart what the Bible says about Jesus paying the price for you and receiving salvation, receiving his lordship. So if you would, everybody in the house, affirm or reaffirm your faith in him for the first time or to just say it again. It only matters if you really mean it from your heart. Said out loud, Father God, I do believe in you. Thank you for letting me exist, enabling me to get here, and my parents and great-grandparents before me. Thank you for giving your son, born at the right time, through a mother, the Redeemer of all the earth. I believe in what he has done on the cross paying for my sins. I believe you have raised him from the dead and he is alive right now. King of kings, Lord of lords, soon to come again. And I confess Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. I confess, Lord, that you are my Lord. Jesus is my Lord and my Savior, my Redeemer. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The Bible said if you do that and you mean it from your heart, you are saved. You are saved. You are saved and you will be saved. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you 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 for saving me. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Altar workers, would you please come to the front? If you prayed that prayer for the first time, don't rush out of here. These folks are here ready to celebrate with you. If you've got any questions about being right with God, being saved, or about being filled with the Spirit. You heard us talking, uh, mentioning speaking in tongues earlier. These folks are ready to pray with you about that too. You can be filled, speaking in tongues, just as excited as the rest of us. They already think you're one of us. You might as well get all the benefits. (laughs) Glory to God. You remember your song now. He tried. He couldn't do it. He's a great big loser. Yeah. (laughs) And, And why are you here today? Thank God and Mama. Hallelujah. Praise God. What are we going to sing? That's good. Victory in Jesus. We sing it as we're dismissed. We love you. Have a good day. Be a blessing to somebody. Bless mama. Amen. Grandma. Spiritual mothers. Right? And in doing so, you honor God. 
We'd be dismissed as we sing.